Good morning. Thank you for joining us for our Going Deeper conversation today. Uh, this morning's message was our second in our brand new series in the Gospel of John, That You May Believe. Last week, Andrew kicked us off and he did this great overview. He did really well with that. Go back and check that out if you haven't seen it. And then this morning, Kev, you had the simple task simple yeah. <laughs> of looking at the first 18 verses mm. of John 1 mm. and John packed a lot into those 18 verses didn't he seriously it was like it, they, I was saying to Pete after like there could have been 10 messages yeah. in there easy like even just unpacking the how John revealed Jesus there was actually 10 aspects yep. to, uh, to either who Jesus was or what he's done that I could not not speak into. Yeah. And that's and there's, there's, there was more in there, but in every one of those 10 you could have drilled down so much more on. It's sure. like incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he John has not written carelessly. No. Has he like no. he's really taking his like, time. It's like from the word go he packs yeah. a punch. It's like from the word go it's like there's Jesus right in your face in a, in a real positively overwhelming way. Yeah. But it's like front and centre. Really good. So you would have you would have read those 18 verses a lot of times before. <laughs> I have, yeah. And, yeah. So now this time in, in in preparing this message this week. Yeah. Um what's something that you've either seen for the first time or you've you've understood in a new way out of that? It probably is that, that Jesus obviously is front and centre in in that aspect of that. But I think it is when I talked to the first parts, like it, you yeah. could you could read that like the Star Wars yep. thing. And and probably before when I've read it, I've probably read it a bit like that, where it's like, oh, this is just giving context to yep. other stuff or where John's actually landing it. But it's not. It's like it's just like the significance of the story of Jesus yep. for all time and i suppose to answer your question it was just like the obvious link was there for me in that passage um that jesus has been around for all time but this yep. passage acknowledges that and brings that right mm -hmm. to the center acknowledges the significance of jesus coming into the world as a man yep. in human form as god in human form and the significance that that is now for us for, for that all might believe is yeah. an ongoing thing. So it's it's like what I saw was this very obvious link from pre-creation of yes. our world. Yeah. So from an eternity to the significance of Jesus entering the world he created to what's actually going on now, it's just like the one story. Yeah. That That's probably it. So uh, hence it's not the Star Wars thing, okay, I've got the context now, what does that mean for me now? Yeah. It's like, no... I am invited into, you are, we are invited into this one magnificent story yep. that's ongoing now and it's all linked together. And it's the biggest story. It's the biggest story and I saw Peter Carblis in the chat go like it's just overwhelming thinking yeah. about revealing Jesus and who yep. he is and it is. It's like that I'm involved in that. Mm. I'm actually in that with Jesus at the centre of his magnificent story. And Andrew Incredible. made the comment last week that, that John was probably the last gospel mm. to be written, may have been familiar with, with the other three. 
Uh, and the other three start off a little bit more like what you're saying. So, like, here's yeah. some context. Yeah. Some of them it's still quite big, like there's a genealogy yeah, or, or whatever. Right. But here, John's starting by not on, not only giving this cosmic context, yeah. Yeah. but places Jesus as the primary actor yep. in the in, in that entire cosmic yeah, that's story. Right. Yeah, he what does. Do, why does he do that? Well, I think he he makes that point that this is the story, yeah. like it's it does. There's no other story that is in, in parallel with this. This this is the story, yeah. and we are actually in the middle of that. We, we are actually part of that story. Mm. Not only does John the Baptist prepare the way for Jesus to actually start his ministry, it's an ongoing story. It's a bit like Andrew even last week in his intro talking about the tense of words, like present yes. tense, past yep. tense, future tense. It's like the ongoing tense of this story. Mm. And we're invited into that. We're involved in that. We're active in that. Like that is overwhelming yeah. in this story that from eternity then words were spoken by Jesus that created our universe and then he entered the creation that he spoke out of nothing yes. and made for a purpose that we might believe and be in his family. Yeah. And it's an ongoing story that like we are in that with him. Yeah. He trusts us. Like he's given us that ministry of reconciliation now, right? Like he's put that in our hands. Mm -hmm. So not only is there this cosmic story, he's given that to us. So I think you made the comment that um, that he is the story. Yeah, I think I did say that. Yeah, I don't know if I meant to say that, but he is the story. Yeah, and I, and I think that that I think yeah. that's right. I think when you mentioned that, I, you know, yeah. I was like, I oh, did he mean to say that? But yeah. if he didn't then I think that that's it's right yes. because if we don't recognise that he is the story, yep. he, is the, he is the author, yep. um, then we can reduce him to an actor in the story. Yeah. And that's not right. Yeah, and even as an actor who maybe doesn't have the significance that he deserves. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but John puts him right at the centre. Yeah, and it, like it, it's super significant. Like I, I have this expectancy we were talking about this earlier today of this series mm. about what god's gonna gonna do in us as a community of people and yeah. from us as a community of people around the significance of this story so talk a little bit about that then so here we are we've landed in you know the middle of july yeah kicking off this new series yep. in john um you used the word revealed revelation yeah. and an, a number of times yeah. so here we are diving into the gospel of john we're yeah. going to walk through it slowly with this desire that as we do that 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 the story that this ultimate reality yeah. that the person of jesus is revealed can you back us up a little bit why now What's yeah. happened that has got yeah. us to this point that in the middle of July we're cracking this open? What's yeah. new about yeah. that? I think that now's the perfect time. It's like when we do look back yeah. and we see in lockdown one <laughs> when we – and I think, you know, God's, God's had us on a journey forever. Yep. So all, all of our heritage, everything he's 
but it was significant last year, right? For yeah. the shock of we, we haven't got that as much this time that we're not gathering. Okay, we'll just live stream. Um, yep. But the shock of the church not gathering and then for us to both go through that discernment process and go, well, actually, what do we need to pay attention to? God, what do, what do we need to pay? What do we pay attention to? What do you want us to hear? What's the core purpose of the church? Um, why are we here? What does the church exist for? All that, And for us to land at those convictions yep. that are still shaping our future. But that first one that popped out very obviously to go that we genuinely want to be a people that's other people focus yeah. that's that's changed that's changed the game i think so that's changed the story for us for mm. me anyway um and then for us to kind of grab that and go that's a key part of who we are that as as coast community that we want to be a people group that is focused on other people especially people that don't have a faith mm. and go how can we serve them and then to see our focus this year of trying to find common ground with everyone, doing yep. everything we can to save some. So we'll work hard at being alongside people and walking with people and finding common ground and building relationship. But it doesn't stop there. Yep. In fact, in the common ground, and to answer your question, my hope is and why now, the arrowhead that I see is that we will be a group of people that are really familiar with the good news of Jesus. Yes have unpacked further mm. personally and had further revelation about who Jesus is and what he's done mm. to the point where it's actually, it's part of our story, which yes. it is, but yep. part of our story in conversation. Mm. And so that when we're in common ground relationships and when people are asking questions or want to engage or explore faith, that we totally speak about Jesus yeah. in a very natural way, yep. that we're equipped with language, equipped with a story or a concept, just to testify about Jesus. Mm. So I think that's that's the journey that Jesus has us on and we're right here. And I really feel that that has potential to multiply significantly yep. and see many people have a personal relationship with Jesus for the very first time. Yeah, I feel that too. That was a long answer to your question, it was sorry. Un- no, it was unreal. <laughs> um, and I, I feel that too. I feel as though we we are primed for a fresh revelation of Jesus. Yeah. We are primed to recognise that our story is located in his big story yeah. and, what, and what it is that yep. that he is doing so that 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 not only we are transformed, yep. but we are agents of that yep. of their transformation yep. in in a new yep. new way. Yeah, and like I think I think it's our call for anyone who's participating in the mission with Jesus is to actually bring that faith and expectation. Yeah, that that we carry that in our day. Yeah, even when in our current climate, when it's pretty. It's pretty daunting. It's pretty gloom and doom. Mm. A lot of days in our in our nation, in in this lockdown space, especially in this Greater Sydney area, um, even in those times or any other complications in life and challenges in life, that we as people that say yes, I want to partner with Jesus in building His church, that we bring that kind of expectation mm. that God's up to something. Um, he's alive and active. He's building his church and he invites me to participate with him. And I want to bring the expectation that people will have a revelation about Jesus yeah. and believe. Mm. I think we need to bring that revelation. We need to be praying for that. Yes. Um, yeah. Intentionally. Yeah. Um, so that we see that. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting that, you know, what, what John chooses to write about and what he doesn't choose to write about. So he jumps straight from this big, you know, uh, echo of Genesis creation narrative, locates Jesus as the creator. Sometimes we don't think about Jesus as the creator, but there he is. Then he jumps straight to John 
John the Baptist and talks yeah. about John the Baptist. Christmas gets half a verse. <laughs> yeah, that's right? right. Christmas is the first half of verse yeah. 14. That's yeah. all it gets. Yeah. Um, and then there's all, it's all about John the Baptist. Yeah. Really interesting that that's what, you know, John is is writing about and you picked up on that. Mm. Um, incredible that, you know, John's a believer in Jesus before Jesus even turns up. Yeah. But then you you stitched our calling and our responsibility together with what John the Baptist is doing. Mm. Can you talk about that? I've probably always had that thought, or not always, for a very long time, that part of my responsibility is to prepare a way yep. for God to work. I mean, God can work anyway, but my responsibility is to point people to Jesus. Mm. Yep. Not point people to me or point people to coast community or point people to whatever. Um, but ultimately, it's to point people to Jesus. Yeah. And so it's like, prepare the way. How can I do that? How can I... I mm. just like... I think it's a beautiful picture that that how can we in our community prepare the way yeah. for people to have a revelation of mm. Jesus. So I've probably always had some kind of thought about that mm. in a way of mission yep. or a way of ministry with people. I don't know. So there I is a model there, isn't there? Mm. And and you mentioned that, um, uh, you know, winding it back into our focus this year, trying to find common ground, that that common ground mm. is is in the brokenness. It's in yeah. the difficulty and in the complexity. And then we see that here's John the Baptist who's a voice in the wilderness. Yeah. And I thought... There's a real connection That's there, an interesting isn't link. He's yeah. a voice. It's, it's like he's a voice in the barrenness and in yeah. the brokenness and in the desolate yeah. Yeah. places. Do you think what what's what's our principle there? What can we grab there about this idea? I mean, of well, what's interesting in that, even in that link, is that people went to John, yeah, to actually hear what he had to say. Mm. And I think when we can be real, like some of the most powerful times of common ground can be when there's been tragedy yeah. or um, real significant stuff happen in your life and you can connect with someone that's had something similar mm. and you can actually genuinely say, I know, I know how you feel, I know how you must feel yeah. um, and you just share briefly your story, not that you make it all about you, but when you invite Jesus into that conversation, oh, I think that's some of the most powerful yeah. testimonies yeah of light and life and the difference God makes in your life when we just share at that level yeah. with people. Um, I, th I think that's a really sacred space. Mm. Um, and I think when we think about it, we've got lots of common ground with people. Yes, we do. In our brokenness, in our yeah. just the, the, our way and what goes on mm. as we live this life. Um, so I think just to live authentically in that and to not pretend we've got it all together because we mm, haven't. Mm. Um, and just to share Jesus in the middle of all that can be really powerful. It's it's in our brokenness that we be need a bigger story, isn't it? Well, it is. It's like that's our God dependence, right? Mm. They're our breakthrough moments. That's yep. when we realise we're loved yep. and that we're loved just because we're loved. We're loved because we yep. are <laughs> created in the image of God and we're his kids. And that's the ultimate reality, and not my circumstance. It's not my yeah. circumstance. It's not my behaviour. It's my identity in him yep. and that I'm a creator of God and you are as well and, and all our brothers and sisters around us mm. are. Yeah, so I think there's, there's something in that. That's why that passage is powerful in Corinthians where it talks about, you know, just that 
broken vessels or treasure in jars of clay or yes. lots of different translations there. Um, I think that's a, I don't know, just to share, Jesus, have a testimony of Jesus from an, a genuine life yeah. in inappropriate ways um, is unreal. Mm. I think that's mm. really powerful. And in some ways it's all we've got. Well, it's our, our story. It's our story, and I think that's yeah. that's what's powerful, right? Yeah. With I don't know, I think we're wired to resonate with story. Yes. And when our story includes a testimony of Jesus in our story, I think that prepares the way mm. for people to go pay attention and go, there might be something in this, yep. and I engage with truth myself, and bang, there's a revelation that Jesus is God, and I choose to believe. So this, this week, um, thinking about people who are going to be engaging with with this in a time of lockdown, yeah. home groups a little bit more difficult. Yeah. So, what what's your encouragement this week in our own followership or in our online home yeah. group gatherings? Yeah. What what can we be doing to scratch below the surface on this? Do you think? Yeah, I think for all of us to in this time to really dive deep into John, like yeah. to actually spend some time in there. If you follow the Bible passages, that will be in that space. But however you want to do that. Just with that concept about what do I, how do I see Jesus? What's my personal revelation mm. of Jesus? How is God going to take me deeper in that? How, what does that mean for me? Because um, it starts with our followership, yep. right? So as we, you know, Karen talked about that beautifully, when we when we follow well, especially in crazy times, things can just naturally come out. But I would even say from that standpoint of, of following and engaging deeply with the word, <laughs> with the living word, yep. um, specifically in John right now, just do it slowly, no pressure, mm. um, that even in lockdown, we actually mm. look for opportunities yep. to testify about Jesus. Yeah. And they're still there. Yes. They just might look different than bumping into someone at the shops because mm. we won't be doing that. But, but to actually pray for those opportunities and yep. pray for, pray for courage to speak and pray that um, that we would see some people believe. Yeah, it'd be great if we were praying about that. Yep. If we're following and then praying for that, because that's our follow, gather, go. We can still we follow well. We gather in some way still, even mm. electronically, mm. stay connected, and then we go. We're looking for intentional go places. Yep. To find common ground, but then to speak about Jesus. Yep. Ask for it. Pray for those opportunities. Yeah. Step in with your story. Yeah. And then when God prompts you and you go, I'm in one of those opportunities, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even expect it, yep. that we back Jesus in us through his spirit yep. and speak. Yep. And allow God to do his work. I think if we can just speak, that's our that's how we testify to mm. Jesus, just speaking about him and even using his name. Um, you've heard me say quite often about Jesus is who he is, says he is, and yes. done what he says he's done, but whatever whatever you want to say. And just trust that that prepares the way yeah. for Jesus to bring a revelation in someone's life about who he is. Because yep. yeah, God's the one doing that deep work. That's we can't right. convert anybody, yep. but we can prepare the way. Yep. We do that by Your information isn't going to be saving anybody. <laughs> no, that's right. It's only his revelation. And not, not, yep. not a craft, not a, not a formula, not a theology, yep. none of that. It's a testimony to the truth that Jesus is alive and well and he actually wants people in his family. Yeah. However we talk about that, Jesus can work with that because that prepares a way for a personal revelation for that person to believe. It's good. Thank you so much for this morning. And I agree we could have spent like a number of weeks just in this this first 18 yeah, verses. I was, I was conscious of it. I was like, man, I've got to wrap this up, man. I've been speaking for a long time here. Come on, Kev, hurry up. <laughs> So spend some time in that this week. Yeah. Spend some time in, the, in those 18 verses. Cultivate a big view of Jesus. 
think mm. that's what John's doing. That's good. Wanting us to cultivate. We, we, are never, we are never going to have an adequately massive view of Jesus. So, yeah. so go ahead and you, you <laughs> follow it. John's lead. <laughs> expand your view of, of Jesus this week. Yeah. Look for opportunities to speak about what, what you find. So, so thanks again. Um, have a blessed week and we'll see you again next Sunday.